Hola, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe, which we'll be getting into today. Uh, I'm Alex Bonilla, your host, and today I'm joined by John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Dylan Heisen. Hello. Uh, uh, so, the first time I get a, uh, Dylan as a co-host, so this should be fun. <laughs> That'll be uh, great. <laughs> But uh, uh, usually Dylan will be hosting, and you can find more about his hosting as well as other hosts uh, uh, on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, you can subscribe to our Steven Universe feed or our general podcast feed on iTunes or on your preferred podcatcher. Uh, wherever you listen to us, we appreciate ratings and re- reviews if you enjoy our work. Uh, St- Steven Universe we'll be talking about today. Uh, we're in the middle of a very long hiatus uh, that has led to very little content for us to discuss. So uh, today we'll take the opportunity of an episode tournament on Steven Universe's subreddit to just have a general discussion on where we stand in terms of the best episodes of the show and maybe some season comparisons we'll be, we'll be getting into as well. Um, a little explanation to have some context to all this. Uh, I, I'm an, a moderator on, of the community on Reddit that is gathered together to be fans of Steven Universe together. So over there, uh, I organized an episode tournament as a bit of a contest to keep our minds occupied during the hiatus. Uh, the tournament was a single elimination style tournament. Uh, for those who follow sports, think the NCAA basketball tournament, March Madness, if you will. Uh, the episodes were seeded by airing order. So basically each uh, matchup was basically consecutive episodes that aired next to each other. Uh, you can take a look at that bracket at challenge.com slash SU post wanted all one all together. Uh, there will be a link on overlyanimated.com if that's any easier for you to follow along. But uh, after a, mo- a month of uh, voting matchups, we finally ended up with the winner, which was Mr. Greg, which was the season three episode recently nominated for an Emmy. It lost out to, to Adventure Time, but uh, that was Steven Universe's representative. And uh, Mr. Greg beat out uh, Jailbreak, who is the representative for Seasons 1 and 2. And uh, Mr. Greg beat Jailbreak 54% to 46%. And uh, over in third place in the Consolation matchup, we had Ocean Gem just barely beating out Mindful Education 51% to 49%. So those were the top four episodes we ended up with. uh, Mr. Greg, then Jailbreak, then Ocean Gem, then Mindful Education. So I guess we'll begin right there at the top. Uh, what are your opinions on just the general consensus being that Mr. Greg is the best episode of Steven Universe? Uh, we'll go to you, Dylan, first. Uh, well, look, Mr. Greg's a great episode of Steven Universe. It's excellent. I loved it when it aired. It's like it's truly great TV. Um, but I think the notion of it being the best Steven Universe episode is pretty absurd. And I'm shocked i guess that so many people agree with this i mean i wasn't that surprised that it won i know it's a beloved episode by the fandom it's really appealing it's all songs um you know it's it's i think i think one thing and we'll get into this more that uh this this tournament proves is that at least the voting body for this uh for the r steven universe uh subreddit very much favored uh emotionally charged episodes and song filled episodes which is kind of the show's mo so i think that makes sense um but uh, yeah, Mr. Greg isn't on on my episode rankings. Mr. Greg would not even be a top twenty five episode of Steven Universe. Probably not even a top thirty thirty five. It's in that you know, Whoa. it's in, it's in that thirty five to fifty range. But I remember during the uh, Summer of Steven last year when it was, I ranked all the Summer of Steven episodes, and this wasn't you know this wasn't in my top five Summer of Steven episodes, and that was just a thirty episode or twenty episode event or something. So I love Mr. Greg. It's great. It's not a good winner choice here though. 
Okay, well, early with the hot takes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's that hot no. of a take, but uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, I mean otherwise. to go as far as to say, Mr. Greg is not even a top twenty-five episode. I think that's where it becomes a hot take. But <laughs> I guess so. It's, it's, a, you know, look, it's close. There's like 130 episodes of the show, so yeah. You know, well, well, John, uh, give, give us your your idea here. Like, is is Mr. Greg worthy of being considered the best episode of Steven Universe? <clears throat> To quote the our incumbent president, wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, the, interesting. Uh, yeah, I just really wanted to do that. Um, I would. I'm not as harsh as Dylan when it comes to Mr. Greg. I actually put it in my at number four for last summer's bomb. I would say actually it's a pretty strong contender for a top ten. But when you just think about, I was looking at the bracket and I would not say mr greg was the best episode i just think there were so many other better ones jailbreak was uh way better that, that's mine that's my number one and uh you also have all the you also have all the other episodes too i think like you could even put almost the whole wanted event in the in the top column as well if you treat that as one episode so it i'm not i want to take any, anything away from mr greg it was the music was fantastic the scenery was amazing it's probably the best pearl episode we have going aside from last one out of each city but as number one i don't know i feel like i feel like we need a recount <laughs> well we already had a recount <laughs> yeah we, we had one we're not going to get too much into it <laughs> but let's just say jailbreak won the first vote but after major uh, hacks yeah, yeah a- after re- revelation of hackers <laughs> uh the, the side flip to mr greg but uh yeah, yeah just to put in my uh my two cents as well uh, i think mr greg is a really great episode and i, I think well, while it's not in my personal top 10, I can see the argument for it. But it, yeah, like putting it as best episode, like I think John brings up something important here that it we do consider like one of the best Pearl episodes. And I think that, that a lot of uh, Mr. Greg's appeal is riding on that. The fact that it, it is a culmination of the uh, seasons of character work that we've done on Pearl, who is a favorite character in uh, among fans of the show. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But just like if if you try to consider the episode in a vacuum, I think that's where, logically speaking, you can't quite put it uh, at that uh, level. Yeah. And so let's, let me defend the claim on this not being, uh, by the way, I don't agree that it's the best Pearl episode or even close. Um, I think that uh, the two best Pearl episodes are Rose the Scabbard and Sworn to the Sword, which are two of the actual top five episodes of the show. Um, what about last one out of Beach City? Um, I'd rank Mr. Greg ahead of that, but that's another great episode. I don't think either of those are nearing the quality of Rosa Scabbard or, uh, Sworn to the Sword. Um, I basically think those two episodes, Sworn to the Sword specifically, is just like a strictly better version of Mr. Greg. Like, it's not filled with songs, but it's got the exact same Pearl feelings in it. Um, you know, and it's, it's just, it's like a much better episode. I mean, look, again, Mr. Greg's great, but, uh, to defend the claim, the one Pearl song is incredible, obviously. Uh, it's a really high moment for it. Um, but then the episode also has uh, a few lows that uh, it's like, what what is even happening narratively right now? Some of the songs aren't uh, wonderful. And it has a few other pretty good moments like Steven singing at the end. Um, but, you know, ultimately, I think for me, at least putting it in uh, that Rose's Scabbard Sworn to the Sword tears is not right. Well, I would I don't know. It's like Sworn to the oh, Sword, sword, great episode. Uh, really, again, but that was just I feel like that. I don't think it really I don't think you could compare Pearl's feelings and emotions over those two episodes, I felt like it was being approached from two different dimensions. Yeah, definitely like, there. Like, yeah. Sworn to the Sword was more try. it was more her in the role of Rose's Rose's Pearl, like the subservient 
Serbia type. The idea is like she would always fight for Rose. She needed Con- she wanted Connie to fight for Steve in the same way, basically trying to create a doppel pearl or whatever you want to call it in that sense. Uh, whereas Mr. Greg, it was definitely more of the emotional side of things. It was the one that, for me at least, forced me to drop all opposition I had to the Rose Pearl ship and say, okay, I give up. They, she clearly loved her in a romantic way. I felt like that was more. That was approaching her relationship with Rose from that angle, whereas Sworn to the Sword approached it from the sort of, I guess, the more homeworld conventional servant-master relationship type thing. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, Mr. Greg is when the feelings, Pearl's feelings become super explicit. Uh, there's no taking that away. Uh, that's like, that's a big, it's a big moment. It's a big gay representation moment in the show. It's, 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 it, that's why that song is so incredible. It, effect- uh, it effectively made a canon and rather just a very strong theory. Um, I, I mean, I disagree on the theory language. It's definitely like explicitly stated. I got uh, that same impression uh, in pretty clear terms from Rosa Scabbard and Sworn to the Sword. It is it's like different elements of it. And I agree it's not as explicit. Uh, that's that's one of the things about Mr. Greg. It's like it's 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 kind of just retreading on on uh, on territory. I It's it's more explicit, explicit about the feelings, but it's also like the fifth or sixth episode um, getting into this type of thing with Pearl. And I thought it'd been better, done better before. But anyway, there's there's other things to discuss with with this bracket. Yeah, but also just going back into like how Mr. Greg got to this point, it'd be two episodes that to me I think have an argument for being better episodes overall. Like, if, for example, it'd be Bismuth sixty five percent to thirty five percent, and even earlier it hit hit the it beat hit the diamond eighty three percent to seventeen percent. And though, like for example, hit the diamond like that's just an, a totally opposite uh, um, type of episode that they're aiming for. Like that's going for like not at all with emotion just pure humor and i think like in that sense if if you consider steven universe a comedy like hit the diamond would have to be considered like in your top five episodes i think of the entire show so the fact that mr greg was able to beat that episode so handily like that surprised me seeing that happen yeah i want to talk about those two i want to talk about those two matchups specifically uh you go ahead john first oh i was gonna say i mean i think it it kind of makes again this it's really tough though because Again, as Alex, as you pointed out, it's if you consider Steven Universe a comedy, Hit the Diamond was pretty funny. At the same time, just my memory of Hit the Diamond was that it started off as a, um, as the kind of episode that was, you know, was presented to be this big, massive battle, and then it wound up just being baseball. It's like if you want, it kind of was. It's very, it was very sort of meta. They kind of played with how it was so unexpected. I didn't mind it at all. It was good, but I mean, but if it's going up against Mr. Greg, which is an iconic episode, it's not going to be a fair fight. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's what most people agreed on. I mean, it was 83, 17. And for the record, I voted in every single round of this. So I, my, my opinion is factored into the results already. But um, yeah, I, I think for me, Hit the Diamond is an even more iconic episode of the show. Like I, I, I get I mean, I guess like it's Mr. Greg's more flashy. Um, and if you're approaching Hit the Diamond from a plot expectation standpoint, obviously in the kind of the current context of Steven Universe not really advancing the plot, then uh, it's it's a little bit of a letdown. Um, I don't have like I don't have a problem with Mr. Greg beating Hit the Diamond. I personally think Hit the Diamond is a better episode. I would put Hit the Diamond in my top 25, probably top 20. Um, I think it's incredible. It was my number one. It was though that was before Summer Steven, but it would have ranked like uh, very highly. And I went back on my Summer Steven rankings. I had a number. I had Mr. Greg number six. So it's not it's not. I said uh, not a top five, so that's not barely. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't agree with that result. I think Hit the Diamond's incredibly funny, incredibly emotionally poignant. Um, it's it's uh, it's just really incredible. It's a really incredible episode. 
Mr. Greg beating Bismuth is my worst result of the tournament. Uh, that's like my least favorite matchup. There's another one that Alex will mention later that's also really bad, but um, this this is just really wrong. Here, here's my overarching context for everything I'm saying episode quality-wise with Steven Universe. Here are the, my top five episodes of Steven Universe. Um, and this is supposedly from an objective sense, like I'm actually trying to be a factor out, like there's certain episodes I have like an irrational love for. This is like what I think is genuinely objectively critical quality wise, the five best episodes of Steven Universe. Number one is Rose's Scabbard. Um, I think that's kind of always been the best episode of the show ever since it aired. Kind of the debates always been between that and Jailbreak, and they're both incredible. Um, Rose's Scabbard just achieves an emotional resonance that uh, the show um frequently gets uh, close to but has not hit that high for me since um number two is bismuth um so that's why i think this is such an absurd result mr greg beating bismuth this is the one i think people would most disagree with of my top five people are pretty extreme opinions on bismuth but um yes the ending is rushed and morally questionable um, I think it's an amoral episode, though. I don't think it's trying to take a stance. Uh, I don't think you need to. I don't think you can just say Steven's perspective is uh, like what the show is advocating. And I just think that episode has such incredible characterization with every single character in in our cast in such a way that has not been done with any other episode of Steven Universe. It's just incredibly emotionally resonant. Such a great one character introduction. Bismuth is like a clear number two for me. Um, number three is uh, Sworn to the Sword. As I mentioned, incredible pearl episode. Uh, love uh, love the song and everything else in the episode it's just really emotionally resonant number four is jailbreak so i wouldn't have had a problem if jailbreak won this i think it's a top five episode of the show um it's always been incredible really high high points uh with uh stronger than you and the rest of the episode's also great um and then number five is earthlings um which uh was absurdly ejected from this tournament but uh it's i don't i don't get why more people don't like earthlings like it's, it's everyone likes it but i don't get why more people don't love it it's an it, 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 the best plot episode of steven universe other than jailbreak ever like yeah. uh, it, there's yeah, so earthlings much was bounced in the second round that yeah. was but you know it is also i think I, i'm gonna blame the bracket on that one uh, no offense alex but it's like taken <laughs> if, if if we were if, if we were to make a comparison, it's sort of like, and this is going to get really nerdy. This is going to get very nerdy for the two fans that will get this. It's like when the English make the drawing for the FA Cup. I'm talking soccer here. You're going to get Chelsea against Man United in one group in the first round. And then the next round is going to be like Aldershot Town versus Scunthrope. And that was that's sort of like what you had. You had two, there were a couple br- matches where it was like two Titans going at it and then two like vastly inferior episodes going at it and you knew like that was not going to be fair on the titans that they had they got they had the misfortune of being part of a very strong uh block i didn't understand any of your reference but uh i get the i get the judges <laughs> yeah um but yeah earthlings uh okay well, well nc dub turn reference it's like if the first round is duke <laughs> against north carolina okay that one and i then, got yeah and, and another yeah. match is unc wilmington against alabama a&m yeah, more on the bracket seating in a second. That's a separate discussion. But yeah, yeah, Earthling, yeah, Earthlings is just uh, just so many great plot uh, plot revelations. It's just so uh, incredibly paced and wonderful. Just really love that episode. Um, Alex, what do you think of my top five there? Um, I think it's a solid top five, and I, I think the the issue here is that like uh, when we were doing the voting, I, I was very vague just to let people like vote how they wanted. I was like, which one do you enjoy the most, or which one do you mm-hmm. like the most? So that's kind of an issue right here, because, for example, let's say Bismuth, right? Are you going to have more emotional attachment to a character that appeared in one episode or, an, or a character that you've seen since the first episode of the show? And so that, that while Bismuth could be a better episode, uh, objectively speaking, 
about Mr. Greg because it it felt like a, a there had been so much buildup and it was a character that many of us emotionally resonate with. We end up siding with the is maybe objectively inferior episode but be, because it had a, a bigger emotional impact and maybe that's what we're looking for from the show rather than just uh like nar- narrative excellence yeah that it's it's a good point it's hard to pe- fault people for voting for their favorites um mm-hmm. i like i can't i can't say oh you're wrong that mr greg's your favorite i mean i, I can try to say you're wrong that it's like objectively <laughs> a better episode but uh and i literally know. did yeah, yeah. So, uh, I and and if I and I, I did sometimes vote favorites as well. Like the one episode I love way more than anyone else on the planet is the new Lars from Summer Even last year. Well known that I love that on this podcast. That lost in the first round. There's two shorts ride. Two shorts ride an incredible episode, but that was the mm. worst result I think of the tournament. Actually, was um <laughs> was uh the new Lars, which by the way, better episode than Mister Greg. There you go. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, too short to too short to ride benefits from great use of Peridot. Yeah. And let's face it, Peridot is. He might be the most beloved character in the show right now. Oh, 100% Peridot's the most beloved character. I'm surprised yeah. the Peridot episodes didn't even perform better in this tournament, honestly. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to match- <laughs> matchups that were a bit earlier in the tournament, but before we move on, I, I do want to just uh, do a quick highlight to who was second place, which was Jailbreak. Uh, I found it interesting that, like, after all the, all this time, like, it's still considered a very, a very highly regarded episode to the point where it makes it all the way to the end. It ended up being the representative for seasons one and two, which were, for the most part, represented that uh, half of the bracket, beating out uh, episodes like Ocean Gem, like Sworn to the Sword, uh, like Full Disclosure. So how do you feel about Jailbreak? Like it, this this far, like now that we have all this hindsight, it, is it still worthy of being considered like the best episode of that for like the first half of the show? Uh, for me, yes, I would have been satisfied with Jailbreak as a winner. Um, as someone who's podcast on Steven Universe for a long time now, um, Jailbreak's always been the best episode of the show for the general fandom consensus, I think. So I was, I expected it to win this bracket. Like, I generally think this is what people say is the best episode of the show. For me, it's number four, um, but I like, I don't have a problem with the winning. They're all the top fives, all pretty close together. Um, the question's always been Rosa Scabbard versus Jailbreak. I've always said Rosa Scabbard versus better. Jailbreak won in this bracket, whatever. That's fine. Um, what it beats Swords of the Sword, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Jailbreak is, is still one of the best episodes of the show. And I think once we get further away from Mr. Greg, we'll go back to thinking of Jailbreak as the best episode. That's definitely a possibility we have to consider with all recency bias. Also, this tournament was done right around the time that the Emmy nomination happened. So we, we kind of just had a general groundswell of support for Mr. Greg. So it, it might have influenced. And you're right, maybe in the end, uh, once the entire show is over, we'll still go back to Jailbreak. Who knows? But uh, John, how do you feel about Jailbreak being like the representative episode for the first two seasons of the show? I mean, you won't you won't hear any argument from me. I'm looking at the bracket, and this that's definitely that first round. That's definitely a Duke Michigan case because the return was almost as good as Jailbreak, and really almost as good almost good as anything else in the show. But yeah, Jailbreak is still memorable for a lot of reasons. It was you know it followed up the return, which had that shock ending. You got we learned that we had that big grand reveal that Garnet was a fusion, which still struck a chord with a lot of people. Not only that, but also the fact it was a clear representation of a lesbian romantic relationship which obviously is going to stick with a very strong subsect of the steven universe fan base but and also another great musical number stronger than uh stronger than you is still a, one of the best songs in the show so it's definitely no surprise it was such a great season finale it carried through to the season two it 
it tied back to it tied up a lot of what happened in the previous episodes. It was just a really solid 15 minutes of TV. It was great show. Is it the best episode? I don't know, but certainly for the first one or two seasons, it's hard to argue against it. Yeah. So Jailbreak versus Mr. Greg, they both have a really incredible high point with this, with their their best songs of the episode. Um, they're two of the best scenes of the show. I think the difference is the rest of Jailbreak is also incredible. And then the rest of Mr. Greg is just like a an average episode of Steven Universe, I would say. I would agree there. And uh, in the final, I also voted for Jailbreak. I, personally, actually, I prefer It's Over, isn't it? Too Stronger Than You. But I think Jailbreak as a whole is a more consistent episode. Like from the very beginning, when we have uh, Steven finding himself in the in the cells with Ruby and them like seek, searching around the ship and all like that's uh, interesting from the very beginning. Whereas Mr. Greg, you start off with the whole Empire City rock song thing where it, it kind of takes a bit for, for you to yeah. like, get invested. So I, I think if you consider the two episodes like uh, on their holes, jailbreak is better. Although I think Mr. Greg has the higher peak, so to speak. I, I, I still think stronger than you is going to be considered by many to be the best scene of the show. Well, I think, and, and I think as a song as well, you have to think about it. It's been parodied to, it's been made into an Undertale parody, which I actually found telling my Alexa to play Stronger Than You. <laughs> and there is an Undertale parody of it, which is hilarious. Um, Estelle at this year's San Diego Comic Con actually did an outdoor concert where she sang it with everybody, with like about 500 people in the background who signed up to do it. And it's, so it still has a huge resonance with a lot of people, but, but then you have it's over it. And and then you have It's All Risen, which hasn't been parodied, but frankly, at least for me, it's probably Dee Dee Magno Hall's best vocal work to date. So it's it's two it's two different things. It's talks about it sings about two different things, and you can easily enjoy both. But you know, I think Stronger Than You is definitely has the more longest lasting impact with fans. Okay, interesting. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the consensus is, is is one way or the other here, but yeah, like for for sure that Jailbreak, I, I think has a lot more going for it than than Mr. Greg if we consider it as a whole. But um, now that we, it it also has the bias of being you know integral to the plot rather than being a one off. Yeah, that's that's, that's true also too. true. Yeah, <laughs> it has it has more. We have Malachite at the end. We we seem to always forget about Malachite when we talk about Jailbreak, but that was also yeah. That's that's my number two part of that episode is the just the uh, emotional tension with Malachite at the end of that episode. I don't need, I don't think like the show has hit that like that that type of emotion since then to that extreme. Like that 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 scene is so incredible. Yeah, it kind of Malachite ticks me off because I feel like that's the worst aspect of Steven Universe so far. I feel like Malachite was so mis- <laughs> I, I would no, I would say Malachite was just so mishandled by the show by the show's writers. You had that big, this big huge monster appears at the end of Jailbreak, gets dragged into the ocean, and then you don't see her for enough for a whole season. I'm like, wait, that's it? It's like it kept going. You still there, still there, then faded off. You had another plot arc come in with Paradox. It just I was just so annoyed because I thought that was going to be the big monster. But no, she shows up back for one scene, gets yeah. by Alexandrite. And and then on the next, we're dealing with Lapis and Jasper's combined problems. I was like, I didn't want that. I wanted I wanted Malachi to be the big bat, the big bat at the end. Uh, unrelated to this bracket. Um, well, I, think a lot of can... what you're say- I think a lot of what you're saying is right. Yeah. And, and we can <laughs> say that that might have something to do with Super Watermelon Island being ousted a bit quicker than I expected here as well. The, the, just the fact that that is how Malachi ends. But no doubt the introduction to Malachite was awesome. 
But uh, um, I'm surprised Super Mario. Well, I'm actually surprised Super Watermelon I made it made it out of the first round. I like. I thought Gem Drill was better. Yeah. So yeah, Gem Drill. Gem Drill is a better episode. So we, we can go now a bit uh, like earlier in the matchups. Um, D- Dylan, you already talked a little bit about the ones that bothered you the most, but we can go a little bit into it more. Earthlings lost to Back to the Moon in the second round. Uh, is there any way to justify this from an objective standpoint? <laughs> It's a really, it's a really stupid result. Um, Back to the Moon's a good episode. Like, uh, that's we're talking top seventy-five, maybe top fifty. Like, I really enjoy that episode. But uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know where where we're coming from there. <laughs> like, what aspect is better? Uh, yeah, J- John, do you have any thoughts on this? On Back to the Moon beating Earthlings? Yeah. Uh, oof. Oh no, sorry, I. You know, Earth. I just, I just remember watching it. I mean, Back to the Moon definitely had that really sort of suspenseful ending but earthlings was like for me the last five minutes Earthlings was like holy crap holy crap holy crap like it was just one substi- one successive shock fate one sense of shock and awe reaction after another so it for me it should have or that, that alone put earthlings at the top for the summer and it should have beaten back to the moon which was again good we learned more about pink diamond and all that junk but it was like a sort of explanation episode yeah, and I, I think the the only way that like I can reasonably justify this is that Earthlings the focus was on Jasper. She's pretty much disappeared from the show since then. Back to the Moon, we had the revelation of Pink Diamond, who has all of a sudden become an important figure in the in the plot line based on the last couple of episodes with the trial and all. So that that would be my, the only way I could see that somehow like you in the end you feel that Back to the Moon is more important of an episode than Earthlings, all things considered. But even then, I'm not sure if that's true because we don't actually know what's going to happen to Jasper in the future if she's going to make a reappearance. Which which you will. Um, uh, but yeah, you're you're right. It's more it's more relevant to current events. I put Jasper in my number as my number five vil- animated villain of all time. I would love to have her back. Yeah, but like just, I guess just because she's kind of out of our consciousness for the time being, so it's it, it, I guess Earthlings loses that that impact or at least the same impact it had when it first aired and we saw all the entire corruption but it, it's definitely a better episode overall than back to the moon i think but uh, that, yeah. th- that would be the only way to justify that um an- another big thing that came out of th- uh, this uh, around um like upsets here we had a log date 15-2, which uh, is in my top 10 for sure losing to message received in the first round so uh, p- Paradox standalone versus introduction of Yellow Diamond. Uh, how, how do we feel about that matchup? Uh, that one's really bad too. Um, message received is a. It's very exciting when Yellow Diamond's there, but that's kind of a, a pretty flawed episode. It's kind of rare that an episode of Steven Universe uh, is like, oh, that wasn't that great. And the first half episode, not not like the whole episode, but like there's a part of it when you're watching, and like the first half of Message Received is kind of that. Um, whereas log date is one of the best, uh, of that type of episodes the show's done. I think, I, I don't think it's, I think it's probably not top 10 for me, but it is definitely top 25. It's so funny and, uh, such great characterization. Um, yeah, I heavily disagree with that one too. Uh, I'm not, I, I actually, I'll allow it because, um, I mean, what did I like log date a little bit more? I did, but I can understand why message received won that battle because, Again, Message Received is one of those episodes where there was a big event that changed the plot of the show. It changed the trajectory. You had Peridot, who by this point still wasn't quite 
an ally of the team yet. You, she was still very much self-interested in just getting off the planet um, before the cluster erupted. She was more in it for herself. And then for her to, you know, first off, we, we see Yellow Diamond for the first time, and the spectacle and the awe of her was well done. And then you had Paradox call her a clod. It was just a, with, and then basically just burnt, basically burning the bridge behind her and effectively had no choice but to stay on Earth and become a crystal gem. It's one of the most important events in the show and also done one of the funniest. So I think that's why that message received went as far as it did. And I can't blame anyone for that because, again, it, ha- it had more of an impact going forward than Logdate did. Yeah, which is which is really interesting because I think that's the that episode's the only example of this bracket being biased in favor of plot relevant episodes. Um, like I said earlier, um, I think that people voted much more based off of uh, the emotions displayed in the episode and um, kind of songs. Uh, Mindful education is the embodiment of those two things, and it went into the top four um, despite the fact that um, I wouldn't even put that in episode in my top fifty. Uh, so that's a hot take there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think other than message received, you won't really find examples of this on the bracket of plot episodes going further than they should have. So I was surprised that that episode did. Well, yeah, I actually have to agree with you on that one, Dylan. I would remember, I remember reading, I remember listening to other Steven Universe podcasts, um, reading reviews of it and everyone was talking about how they were bawling their eyes out watching, uh, uh, watching, um, Mr. Greg, mindful education. No. Mindful education. There we go. They were bawling their eyes. I'm like, wait, I don't get it. What are what are we supposed to be emotional about in this episode? I I'm not sure. It's a beautiful episode, but I'm not sure where everyone's like saying I had to like get a box of tissues for that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a very personal episode. I have I even though I think it's a worse episode than Mr. Greg to a pretty significant degree. There's just no narrative in there. I'm very high on narrative, and that informs a lot of my uh, objective. Like. Uh, like what I'm trying to say here, what's better. So, um, you know, an episode with like zero narrative and it's going to have a harder time um, in, in, in my whatever rankings in my head. Um, and, and while we're, while we're on the topic of, of mindful education, it, it, I do want to point out it beat out here. Last one out of beach city. And that will be all two episodes that I think are better overall than mindful education. I'll put, yeah. I'll put that will be all behind uh, mindful education. The last one out of beach city was amazing. I don't I don't have huge uh, preferences for any of those episodes mentioned. I think that will be all is the best of them. Um, but I don't think it's like a top 25 episode of the show, which I know Alex uh, disagrees on. Um, it's I also don't think like last one out of Beach City. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a really great episode for what it is. I think that comparing it to some of these other Titans that I'm talking about is is going too far. Um, but even though I think both of those are better than mental education, I don't know, same similar tier. Uh, but yeah, Mindful Education is it it kind of it, it's it's on a different plane of any other episode of Steam Universe. It's just so um, emotion based. And, you know, John, you didn't have an emotional reaction to it as much as other people did. I didn't really either. But it's going to be such a personal viewing experience for people. So I think like I don't I'm not I'm not going to have as many complaints about that making the top four, even though I very much disagree, just because it's such a it's it's in a very so much person to person. Whereas I think Mr. Greg's more similar to other episodes of the show we've seen. I think it's pretty comparable to Rose. I mean, it's very different, but uh, it comparable in some of the emotions explored to Rose's scabbard or sworn to the sword, as I mentioned, or any other Pearl episode. And, you know, the songs are similar to other songs in the show. So like, I, I feel like it's easier for me to say, uh, these other episodes are strictly better than Mr. Greg, whereas there's really no, co- there's no comparable for mindful education. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we're 
we have that theme go- going on in this uh, this tournament. I think the last uh, big one that stood out to me was uh, Rosa Scabbard losing to Jailbreak uh, in the third round. But Rosa Scabbard, I I think, is also uh, very worthy of a top ten episode status, and I, I figured that it would it would have gotten past Jailbreak. I feel like it's still more beloved, but uh, I, at least in this tournament, it wasn't. Uh, where do we stand on, on Rosa Scabbard today as, in terms of ranking, uh, Dylan? Yeah, so I mentioned this. Um, this is It's a to talk to on which episode uh, you'll find people like better. I think in the plane of existence that Overly Animated uh, operates on, Rosa Scabbard is more beloved. Um, but I think I'm not surprised Reddit voted Jailbreak more. Uh but don't ask. We don't need to get into details on that. But um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think I don't, I don't have like a giant problem with Jailbreak re- beating Rosa Scabbard. This is the eternal Steven Universe episode ranking questions has existed for several years, which is better. They aired in the same week. So this has been an ongoing debate for many years. Um, so and not that many years, but, but uh, quite a few years. Um, I, Rosa Scabbard is the best episode of the show. Um, I've said that for a long time. It's uh, achieves an emotional resonance that no other episode has. Uh, it's better than Jailbreak. It should have won, but I'm not. I'm not up in arms about this. Jailbreak's also great. John, thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Rosa Scabbard is definitely in my top tier. Um, again, sticking with the basketball thing. This is this is the Duke Kentucky matchup in the Sweet 16. So it's it's we shouldn't disparage Rosa Scabbard for losing early too much. Just you know, Jailbreak. Jailbreak's going to always be in the top list. I feel like when the show finally runs a course, Jailbreak's going to still be in the top five for a lot of people. Uh, Rosa Scabbard's going to be in the top ten very easily. Um, I don't think about I don't think of it as high as Dylan does. I thought I definitely think there are better, a lot more better episodes than Rosa Scabbard. But just in terms of in the context of Pearl's character, it definitely made her a lot. That was the episode that made her a lot more complex, where you knew there was something more to it than just her being the stand-in mom. There was. So for a, for a lot of reasons, Rosa Scabbard was a great episode, and it, she, you see her start to work through it. So again, it's it's sad that it lost. I feel like if you did another bracket, it could be it would go a lot farther. But I can't fault it too badly for losing to a pretty great episode. And is it? Yeah, I have, mu- I have much more of a problem with uh, Back to the Moon beating Earthlings, but like to an uh, to like a fifth degree than I do this result. <laughs> this result's like understandable. Uh, it's interesting oh, yeah. to me that we've been talking about the theme of like emotional beating out plot. But I feel like in this in this case, like Rosa Scabbard is by far the more emotional of the two episodes, especially that ending. Oh, whereas Jailbreak has more plot relevance, and it seems Jailbreak won out here. So it, it, at least here, it seems like against the trend that we were seeing. The thing the thing with Jailbreak is it's both. Like that's why it's so yeah. resonant for so many people. It's one of the emotional highs of the entire show, uh, with the scene that's so re- resonant for so many people. But it's also a plot advancement episode. Like it's it's so special in in looking back on all the show's episodes, and it, there's not really anything comparable yeah, to I, it. Yeah, I suppose it the hit combination. Both notes right on. Yeah, the combination yeah. probably pushes it over the top there. Um, and finally, we haven't really talked much about the more recent episodes of the show. But I found it very interesting that of the last two bombs that we've had, Off Colors was the one to come out of it. So not I and My Mom, not The Trial, not The Good Lars, Off Colors, their introduction. Uh, Just how do I, I, like, at least to me, that was very confusing because uh, it's not an episode that stands out. Like, maybe it's impressive in its humor, maybe, but, uh, like, uh, I, I can't really make sense of it. Can you guys... Oof. Yeah, I I don't know. It's um because I think for because off colors for me was the weakest of the four. Um, my only guess is that 
you know, a lot of people really liked the off colors. Uh, they want, I feel like this is sort of built in as the community saying that they want more off colors. They want this to be a better episode so that they can, we can get them again in the future, even though it's pretty much, even though we know that we will. Um, it was definitely, I think, I think you'll just like seeing new characters. Maybe. Um, I was shocked. I'm not surprised it beat Lars's head really. Um, that's a take or leave it. Losing to the trial, I thought, was really surprising because I thought the trial was the best of the four. Uh, I was hoping the trial would actually go a lot farther because I it was just it, it was a it was a big sort of flip the table over episode where everything we knew is a lie, and it sets and it basically makes season five this trying to figure out how deep of a lie that was. So I was surprised the trial lost out because of that. So I think I think the off colors the gem the off color gems are a factor, but I think the biggest reason that off colors would differentiate between the rest of these is the hashtag Lars Redemption, um, the big Lars moment here. This is uh, this is the I believe it happens this episode. <laughs> like they're they're kind of in together uh, yeah, in my head, yeah. but um, yeah, that that's like a huge moment for a lot of people. Lars has a lot of fans. I, that moment's so resonant. Um, I don't think there's a big different difference between off colors and Lars's head. I think they're similar quality. Um, I agree with John. I think the trial is the standout episode of this group, but I don't think it's by a lot. So I don't really have a huge issue with off colors representing uh, the most recent episodes. I think they're all good. Like they're, I think they're all like pretty equally good in my head, but I'm, we're not far enough away. I think I think as we get further further away, I think the trial might uh, come further apart as the best episode of them. But um, right now in my head, they're all in a similar tier. Okay, I have a uh, this is this might be a little off topic, but I feel but but quick answer. <laughs> Who would you rather? Who would you rather stand trial in front of? Yellow and blue diamond or the council of Ricks? <laughs> un, un, completely unrelated to this council of Ricks. <laughs> um, well, neither was fair. He had no rights, and he didn't really have yeah, a lawyer. But n- neither side has very competent lawyers. So I, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I... No, actually, actually, we shouldn't say that. Blue Zircon was a pretty good lawyer. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have Zircon than Amari. Well, well their the competence didn't matter <laughs> if, if the judges have already decided. But but yes, beside the point. Um, <laughs> at least for me, like stuck together, I still ride for the, for that episode as the best. But I know I'm in the minority in, in that sense, though. But uh, yeah, it beating the trial was particularly surprising to me. But uh, I guess your your reasoning makes sense that it's like a combination of just the the happiness over Lars finally getting character developments, plus the uh, off colors being in, interesting enough characters. So yeah, so. Uh, uh, at least to me, those are the main matchups that stood out to me. Are there any matchups that you guys uh, want to point out before we move move on here? I mean, we could go through the whole uh, the whole bracket. Here's one that uh, me and Alex are on opposite sides are sides of when it rains versus back to the barn. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So for me, back to the barn. Actually, I've said my top five. I think back to the barn might be number six. Like there's a there's a drop off and there's like a six to ten are all kind of the same. But um, I love that episode uh back to the barn lost to when it rains in the first round also too far is in my top 10 um this was during like the high point of the show for me this uh barn arc um and the answer beat too far um very heavily disagree with both of those results yeah that one was uh that's a weird i'm looking at that section of the bracket it's definitely definitely a weird section um all things considered when it rains goes farther than the answer which I thought was a better episode. It goes farther than too far, which I thought was a better episode, and it beat Back to the Barn, which I thought was a better episode. Um, it, back to the Barn was, I mean, who doesn't love robot fights? 
Yeah. Come on, people. It's yeah. Although when but, it rains was when it rains was definitely one of those adorable. It was one of those aw how cute episodes. Yeah. But and by, by the way, the answer um, it's it's great. I think that one could have gone further too. Whatever of too far in the answer one, I think should have went uh, like elite eight or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say that like this was the. I think the only part where I voted emotionally rather than uh, objectively, because I, I can agree that at least the, the answer is a, a better episode overall than when it rains. <laughs> but at least just to me, I have a special spot for when it rains just because I pinpoint that as like the true beginning of Parademption. The, the, the first scene where you see Peridot like uh, warming up to Steven, like the explanation of rain and then, her stepping out for the first time, like growing that trust in, in Steven and even the, the parts where they get taken into the kindergarten and you have like you have the humor sprinkled in. You also have some form of tension, especially like that ending where they're in the bubble and Steven has to convince Peridot to tell the gems and Peridot slowly comes to realization. So just all that together, like it feels to me the, the perfect balance of humor, emotion and character that the show has done in, in a long time. So just just for me that that that's why I hold when it rains in high regard, especially compared to other people. But in any case, I was very surprised that other people were were with me to the point of getting it past episodes like the answer and catch and release. But just just from it, you're you're an you're an influential uh, Reddit su mod. Like uh, your opinion is maybe even more influential than uh, mine now, I, Alex. This is the I, new I, norm. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want that power. <laughs> I mean, when it rains is certain. I mean, when it rains is a lovely episode. Don't get me wrong. It's just you know, in that brick, you had a lot of just really strong episodes, and you know, it's again, maybe it's just because I prefer seeing uh, Peridot and Pearl fighting with robots over Peridot learning with rain. But I mean, that was just a good. I think that whole block of episodes that was like the fall of twenty fifteen. It was that was just a really solid run for the show. Like straight yeah. we, it, it we was really out. Yeah. And uh, I think here we can just uh, make a little mention of the, the seeding here because I, I think this this area of the bracket was the biggest uh, um the most hurt by by this whole idea of doing it by airing order. So but like when you're trying to figure out how to how to rank episodes, what, <laughs> is there a um let, let's say not a correct way to do it, but like, what would be the most efficient way of like eliminating episodes when you're doing rankings, so at least in your personal sense? Uh, let's go to for like for like seat for like seating the tournament, yeah. or for... I guess just in general, like like how how would how do you go about when you just are presented with a block of episodes? What do you do to put one ahead of the other? Oh, so I'm I'm the expert on ranking episodes. I rank every episode for every show ever. Um, here's the correct way to to do it: is I know, I'm being tongue in cheek here. Is uh, you rewatch the whole show, you and you have tiers. You have top tier. You have like uh, excellent, incredible, like very good, good, mediocre. And as you watch, put an episode into the into the uh, tiers, and then keep watching, and then keep uh, put it keep putting them into your in your rankings and develop it as you go. Like I I don't trust my rankings in a true sense unless I. I've just rewatched the whole show, basically, for whatever show. Okay. And, uh, John, uh, since you've been providing more of the sports metaphors, I'll, I'll go to you on this. Like, in terms of actual seeding of, of the tournament, what, what would be your recommended way of doing this uh, next time around? I'm going to say you don't seed them at all. And I'm going to go to chess for, the, for, my, for my reference here. In chess, when they, they rank the best players in the world using the ELO system. And I was thinking, because I remembered what this in the social network where Mark Zuckerberg 
and Eduardo Severin, they do a ranking of who the hottest girls are in Harvard. They use something called the ELO system, where it's a, a one versus one matchup, and whichever one wins gets points. And if you beat a lower tier episode, you get less points. If a lower tier beats a higher tier, it gets more points. And that's how they do it in chess, where you have two people constantly playing each other, and certain wins count for more. Over the long run, and over like crowdsourcing it, if you have just a bunch of people click just doing matchups by matchup by matchup, eventually you will actually have a ranking system that puts all the top, all the top episodes will be will have the higher scores, and the worst episodes will have a lower score because they'll keep losing matchups or they'll keep winning matchups. That would be probably the fairest way of dealing with something at, with as mat big a sample size as this. Yeah, a lot of websites do this. They have a pool of things. They display two of them. They have people click on which one they like more, and they have them just keep popping up stuff, and then eventually it'll show the global standings for uh, based on one versus one matchup. That, that's ELO. That's that's the ELO system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, ELO, ELO you need like uh, you need people actually playing each other, right? So if you're just seeding it with it before people have played each other, this isn't super relevant. No, um, no, no, no. You don't need people playing with each other. You just need to show the matchups, and uh, and as it's crowdsourced, this, the matchup, the different, the different episodes will have will have corresponding scores. So, and then yeah, the if you want, if you want to do it a single elimination bracket, though, you can't, you can't uh, keep yeah, displaying ad- them. Admittedly, oh, no, the it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't be single. It wouldn't be single elimination. It wouldn't be single elimination. Right, just, right. We're talking, we're talking. So the the question would be, if we're doing single elimination, yeah. what's the best way to see them? My answer, my answer would be there is no best <laughs> way. Like uh, this is this yeah. is a is unsolvable problem. I think the the biggest consequence for me of doing it by airing order was not even these high quality groups, which are true. Um, I think it's the fact that all of the kind of mediocre season one episodes were right next to. Each um i think that there's a huge drop on quality of like the first half of season one and the rest of the show so a lot of times in like every round i'd be voting on two season one episodes like that really just were no differentiating in my mind they'd be in the bottom they'd be in like the bottom 30 episodes of the show and um those those should be like the the like 15 16 seeds in in the in the ncaa tournament Right, and I think just with reference to the ELO system, like there is a, a thing right between efficiency and aesthetically pleasing, right? Because you can't really <laughs> like uh, see the the results as it's going until well, I, I guess you can, but just like in terms of numbers. Whereas like a single elimination tournament, you have the whole like actually getting to see like what road the matchups will take. Whereas in ELO, it's a bit more confusing to to figure that out at least with, without not having all the information in front of you, right? So. But uh, yeah, like in terms of just having it as a tournament, uh, there are definitely flaws in ways of doing this, and uh, especially as as I've seen it progress. But uh, yeah, and also just with reference to the lower quality episodes, like to me that stood out in the in the final ones of season four. We had stuff like Ragnaldo versus Tiger Philanthropist and Room yeah. for Ruby and Lion yeah. Four, like episodes. And it's like. Tiger Philanthropist and Rock Naldo would be wouldn't be anywhere near the second round if we were doing like top seat top versus yeah, bottom. The, the fact through. that line four made it to the third round was <laughs> like in a in a, nor- in a normal bad. sense that would that shouldn't make any sense, but. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, but if, if potentially the only other way to do this, like if we were running this again next year, is to like take either the IMDb rankings of the show, like people rate it on a scale of one to ten. Those are really flawed, but um, or you just suck it up and take someone's personal rankings, um, and then you just base it off of that. Like if I like I'm I like I do a rewatch and I do my personal rankings. Like you can just do that for someone and you base the seating off of that. It would be it would be potentially better than uh, airing. Right. And I, you could. 
Uh, well, you could, or you, or you can go really full NCAA and have like you know the Garnet region, the Amethyst region, the Pearl region, and the Stephen region, and so just have the, you'd, run, you'd run into similar problems here. With oh the yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you could put every Pearl episode at the top, right, almost straight yeah, away. And then but, all, yeah. all the all the towny episodes get lumped into the Garnet and Stephen regions. <laughs> and then the Amethyst yeah. region, there was Onion, there was Onion true, Friend. True. I think I think in that scenario, finally, uh, my champion, uh, the new Lars, could shine and champion over the Townie episodes. But even then, I don't think people would vote for it. <laughs> yeah, well, where did the new Lars end up? Uh, oh, it, it lost. Oh, it lost. lost ride. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, to be uh, fair, two short rides great. But yeah, I, I liked. Yeah, I must admit, I, I kind of, I did like the new Lars as well. It was. I, I I know why people don't didn't like it. It's because Lars is not that likable of a character. Or at least he wasn't at that point. But I must admit, I liked the whole body swap thing. I liked how best Kaiko, body swap episode ever. That's it was. I, I just love how totally. It's just the total absurdity of it. It's like Steven's trying to make sure Lars isn't. You know, tries to represent Lars the best way possible, and it's like he's representing Lars. He doesn't have far to go in order to. It's like if he acts too good, people can realize it's not him, <laughs> which I thought was kind of hilarious. Hilarious, and also we now know what Lars does before he goes to bed at night, which is always fun to know. Maybe maybe now that we've redeemed Lars, uh, we can uh, people can love the Lars episodes more, and we can forgive his taste in uh, gentlemen's literature. Uh, speaking of Lars, one thing I did <laughs> want to point out, like I think as a result of the whole Lars redemption, Lars and the cool kids beat out Stephen the Sword Fighter, which was really interesting to me because I, I feel like Stephen the Sword Fighter for a long time was considered one of the best early episodes so the fact that Lars and the cool kids ju- jumped out in front of it like that that stood out to me uh what was steven the sword fighter well, where, again where i don't even yeah pearl i don't even remember these episodes for the first time <laughs> we have hollow pearl yeah that, that was yeah. a big one yeah like that was the first like, like big thing that was I when, the show oh yeah that was um that was when we first introduced the concept of regeneration yeah yeah yeah. So that that beating, uh, getting beaten by Lars and the cool kids, which you know was kind of also the introduction of the uh, of the cool ki- uh, kids with Buck and sour cream and all like it's a fine episode, but I guess I figured that the consensus would be much much stronger for for Stephen Pearl. Yeah, that's that's a fair yeah. point. But uh, yeah, all in all, we had some very in- interesting uh, matchups here and interesting discussions uh, on both the Reddit and on this podcast uh, as to what episodes came on top. But for the meantime, uh, Mr. Greg will be the the winner for this year until we uh, until I get the energy to organize this again at some point next year. Uh, uh, over under and how many extra episodes I will have to add to this bracket? Five, five. John, you. <laughs> What? Uh, Dylan put the over under at five on new episodes uh, until next uh, year. In the next calendar year, yeah. Oh God, um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say over because, but I don't think we're gonna get a new episode until well after Comic Con in New York ends. No, it's it's actually like 25. Um, we we can. I still think we're looking at a sizable chunk of episodes later this year. Get but your we'll optimism see. out well, of the here. La- well, the last time we had a ju- last time we had an un un bearably long hiatus we got that it got that steven nuke in the summer you know maybe this means we're gonna get a steven nuke in the winter or yeah. early next year yeah, and by the way 25 would be low um in in a year up until this point so i'm i'm being still being pessimistic but yeah our patients will hopefully be rewarded right and yeah we do have to have new york comic-con to look forward to in case maybe new footage who, who knows 
Uh, we also have a, a new song uh, being promised on what their their official podcast. But other than that, we have very little content to go on for the rest of this hiatus. They like they might reveal a trailer. They might I don't think they might play a new episode. They did that they did that two years ago actually. But um, yeah, I mean we're definitely keep our ears open. We have to keep our ears open because I think they're gonna they're gonna tell us something important. I have a funny feeling about that. Yeah, we we can dream. <laughs> Um, but yeah, in ca- in case they mention anything new, we'll pro- anything big, we'll d- we'll probably discuss it on this podcast, and you can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can uh, this, uh, leave your comments on overlyanimated.com, or now you can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about this particular podcast or any animation topic. Uh, you can join us at overlyanimated.com/discord. Uh, we would also yeah come, come come tell me why I'm wrong on this yeah. yeah you can you can choose. Uh, we're we're available there for arguments um you can also support us financially via patreon we would also appreciate that uh you can do this do so at patreon.com slash overly animated uh we want to think give thanks to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Hugh aka Hugh Neutron and uh, we want to give thanks as always to our patreon executive producers John Ryan Steve Andy and yours truly uh, besides Steven Universe, uh, we are also covering regular, regularly right now uh, BoJack Horseman. We're finishing up coverage on Season 4 there. Uh, and we're also doing podcasts on Rick and Morty, so you can also keep us uh, keep up with us if you're interested in that as well. Uh, so before we leave, any final thoughts on Steven Universe in general? In, in general? <laughs> on this tournament or in general? And, and the and, hiatus. Any, any hot takes you've been guarding up for the past hundred days? <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been in the dark now for 111 days, the longest in uh, Steven Universe history. So there you go. You owe us Cartoon Network. <laughs> there, there's extenuating circumstances. We'll maybe discuss that at a later point. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 talk Steven Universe and other animated shows that are not leaving us in the dark in the future, but. On that note, we'll leave you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye. Take care.